0: Welcome, everybody, to The Rise Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Drosos. Before we start, guys, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell, as well as if you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure to follow. And today's guest, uh, a friend I actually grew up with uh, in the streets of Park X, John Sata from Raw and Recovery. John, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Nick. So, very... A big uh, big topic, important topic, even, you know, especially right now with COVID, and we talked a little bit about outside about, you know, the the numbers of people with drug addiction, alcohol addiction, with everything that's happening as well. So it's something I do want to talk about. Uh, but first, let's start with your story, right? So you're a re- recovery coach. You help people with drug addiction, alcohol, any type of addiction, or mostly, like, in that like drug and alcohol
1: well listen uh <clears throat> it's mostly drug and alcohol but in general uh an addiction is an addiction right it uh, can go to gaming it can go to it can go to gaming it can go to gambling gambling it's because it's all very similar right like an example i'm just going to give a fast example before we go any further take cocaine and gambling. Okay, it's completely mm-hmm. two different things, but the high is exactly the same, wow. and the bottom is exactly the same. Right? When you run out of cocaine, yeah. you go on a downer. When you lose your bet, you go on a downer. Right? Oh. Like any any substance any substance abuse disorder, any any addiction in general is 10, 10 to fifteen percent of the problem. Wow. Eighty five is is within the human himself.
0: And and you decided. I'm assuming you became. And I want to go into your story a little bit. Um, you became a, a recovery coach because you were addicted to drugs, cocaine, alcohol. What were you addicted to?
1: I was addicted to alcoholic cocaine. Okay. But I did dabble with a lot of things growing up, right? I did try multiple different, like I tried uh, speed, ecstasy, weed, hash. And I stuck with alcohol and then when i tried cocaine i felt like superman at a certain point in my life and then it was all somewhat slowly but surely downhill from there
0: i, ha- I have a question because a lot of parents watch this and and my son's 13 you've seen him i brought him to the restaurant yeah. and that's like one of my one of my fears right and i think that's why what you do is so important and and i know parents are are listening and it's like i i, I tried to have the talk with him like I didn't know how to tell him, look, don't do drugs. But if you do drugs, you know, if you try, try it safely. Like I did, I I kind of like skated on it without really saying too much because I didn't know what to say. So I have two questions for you. What was the, what was the first time you tr- tried drugs? How old were you? And then can you give, start with giving any advice on parents when yeah. it comes to drug addiction and what they could do? To, how, like how do I have this talk with my son?
1: Okay. Uh, for starters, I'll start with when I was 15, I smoked a joint, you know, it all starts. It's a a joint uh, marijuana in general is considered a gateway drug, right?
0: Uh, were you you peer pressured? Are you just curious? No, I was
1: just curious. Okay. You know, I saw a bunch of guys doing it. Let me try. I gave it a shot. I didn't like it too much. I liked drinking at that age, but I was drinking... For, I'll give you an example, I would drink once every two, three months. But looking back today, it was the way I was drinking. Because I wouldn't drink just to drink. I would drink in order to feel comfortable. I wasn't aware of that at the time, but I'm surely aware of it today, right? Yeah. Now, let's go to a very important topic. How do you be with with your children, right, in general? Any family, anybody who's listening, who's tuning in. Communication, friendship, honesty, you know, uh, a lot of my clients today, going back, because I do go back to identify things with them, right? Uh, because it does come from, a lot of a lot of addiction does come from childhood trauma. Whether we want to believe it or not, okay? Uh, parents do the best they can with what they know, you know what I mean? But back then, when we were growing up, there was a lot of fear installed, meaning that I couldn't communicate with my mom and dad. You know what I mean? I, I was afraid to tell my mother. Like, I was afraid to tell my mother I kissed a girl. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't talk
1: about that stuff, you know. You know what I mean? especially in our so culture. It's very... Uh, I would really keep, keep things to myself. And a lot of my clients around my age, I'm turning 44 this summer, were in the same situation in life, let's say you know which today i find that schools in general speak about it more prevention is out there more there's more education on it through the schooling system and also there's better communication with parents because it's out there mm-hmm. like yeah. it's not it's it's not a uh, you know we had this growing up we had this idea that like he's a bad person or stay away yeah. from him yeah. or you know it's sometimes it's just a bump on the road you know, it couldn't it just, it could just be a bump on the road, right? And today, the, like, for example, people like me and a lot of other people, whether it's social media, you Google, uh, treatment centers, uh, different sober coaches, you know, we're all there to make an impact, to make a difference, yeah, right? Absolutely. So we speak what we speak. Like I, 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 put all my stuff on social media, you know, for that reason mm. that anybody, any, any family member, any, any friend, anybody, a person that I don't know, if I can conversate with him 15 minutes if any questions you know it'd be my pleasure no problem
0: and and so you started trying drugs and and you know we have this idea and 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 again we keep saying well if you start it's only going to get worse is that what happened is it is does the addiction always get worse or could it you know
1: can i tell you something i've Partied with people in my life that at yeah. a certain point stopped, got married. And they were good. They moved on in mm-hmm. their life. And they were able to, let's say, uh, party three, four, five times a year. And be, be and good. they're okay.
0: No problem. Right? And when you mean partying, doing drugs as well?
1: Yeah. Without like, getting addicted and needing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then uh, I know people that are very successful financially in life. That do drugs, but because they're successful, don't believe it's a problem. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're very, they're functioning, functioning, you know what I mean? So it's hard to, to, like, I would imagine it's hard to admit that I have a problem when I'm very financially successful, right? Good point. I never thought about that. You know what I mean? Because everything is going for you, you know? Yeah. You're like, I got it all. You tell me I have a drug problem. I can't yeah. have a drug
0: problem if I'm so successful. But I mean, so here's my question. So I want to go back a little bit to your story. So you started doing drugs. At what point, we're probably going to fast forward a little bit. At what point were you like, shit. At what point did you start getting destructive? Was there a point where you're like, I'm hurting myself. I'm hurting the people around me. Is this is this part of the the storyline when
1: you're a drug addict? For me, yes, it was. Uh, The first time, uh, I was always a heavy drinker, but the first time I I tried cocaine, I was 24 years old. And I'll be very direct, this is what we're here to do, right? Uh, I lost a child, meaning I got a girl pregnant that I was with for a while, and I wasn't able to handle, I didn't know how to handle the pain, right? So it was the first time I tried it, and I felt good. I felt so so,
0: so, so initially, you did it to just—it I, 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 hurts so much. Let me just do this. Exactly. Is that? So, I'm asking a question now. I know I'm cutting you off, but I think it's important. Without getting too long, do most addicts you've seen is there is there a trigger that makes them do it? Is there something like this that happens? They lose somebody or they go through a stress, a breakup, a loss of job. Where's the first time they do it? Not necessarily. Okay.
1: Not necessarily. It can just be that uh, people are hypersensitive. It can be that people are very insecure. It can be that people just want to fit in. It can start as a joke. It can start, like, for example, pain medication prescribed from the doctor. And then you can't stop.
0: And we don't see that as drugs, right? Because it's it's legal and it's prescribed we automatically well it's probably safer than what's in the street but i mean i'm pretty sure that's not the case so at what point did you know all right i'm a drug addict i have a problem
1: okay i got clean november 1st 2016 wow that's not long that's not long ago okay i knew i had a problem at about maybe 32 33 years old 33 34
0: when, when did you know?
1: Did, About did, three and a half years in. Because before that, prior to that, let's say there was a week where I, where I, when I say I partied too much, was like I did too much cocaine, let's say. There was a week where, I let's say, I did a little bit. What's too much cocaine? Every day. Let's say for seven days. Every night.
0: How, how, how much does that cost?
1: It gets pricey. And how do you fund it that? That You're basically uh, working to pay for this? At the, at the yeah. time, listen... It's very controllable, right? At the time, it was let's say forty, fifty dollars a bag, seven days a week. Then I tell myself, okay, well, put the brakes. You know, we have to pay this, we have to pay the mortgage, we have to pay that. So, so I like I, I was able to stop. I was able to stop, but my character would change. So you needed it. To I was unhappy.
0: Oh, wow. I guess that's that's you know where the addiction I mean? that, is, right?
1: Yeah, the character would change. Like, I remember when I when I bought my, my condo, I compressed my usage into Mondays. And I laughed when I said only Monday. I would only use Monday.
0: So w- what does that mean, compress? You would
1: do everything you would do? Like because I wanted to be disciplined with myself in order to be able to pay my way through, uh, to pay my condo, to pay my bills and yeah. all that, I would just use Monday. Like, I would start Sunday night. I'd finish work. I'd go meet a guy. I'd go to the DEP, and I'd go home. And I would use throughout Monday. Tuesday, I would, like, let's say, relax a bit. And then Wednesday, I'd go to work. But if you see my character Wednesday to Sunday, Sunday, I was the happiest guy in the world. Wednesday, I was the grouchiest guy in the world. So it was you needed it to, like... You know? Or, like, today, I look back, and it's funny. I would position myself at places... And it's funny when I say this sometimes to clients and when I say it to people, I would position myself in places in the city where I always had access to alcohol or cocaine oh, wow. without even knowing, but not purposely, not on purpose. Yeah. Like I wouldn't think about it in the morning when I'd get up. I would just position myself. When I would go on dates in restaurants, I would position myself in, in, at a certain place in the restaurant so the girl cannot see me go through the front door. Wow. You know, like little stuff like that that we don't pay attention to while we're in it. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but when I look back to it, like my problem started from 15, 16 years old because of the way that I would drink. Because I didn't drink to enjoy the beer. I drank to to get hammered. Get hammered, yeah. And get hammered so I can be able to be a part of, let's say, you and your friends. To be able to be a part of talking to the girl because... That that peer
0: pressure is so hard, and again, I'm 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 always going back. Oh, I worked in clubs and bars, right? Yeah. I was a doorman. I remember they used to literally, you know, sometimes like offer it to me, right? Like guys would be like, "Hey Nick, I'm at the door here," you know. I'm like, I don't. And I remember saying to myself, "Okay, Nick, you don't have like, you know, all you know, uh, all the." academic i don't you know what i mean i don't have all these diploma i didn't have much going for me i'm working in the club i'm i'm already starting to teach and do some training and i'm thinking okay that's the last thing i need in my life i knew that if i touched that like i was going to piss my life away so i stayed i made a promise to myself i made a commitment i looked at, i remember i said to myself nick you will never ever touch this especially i know that i have addictive behavior i know i'm intense I know when I do things, I do them all the way. So I go, I knew that if I tried it and I saw people piss their life away, I said, if I ever try this, it will be the end of me. So as much as people think like I worked in the bars, I worked in the clubs, I was in that nightlife. I tell people I never tried. They don't believe me. I never touched it again. I I made a a promise, commitment. I brainwashed. I scared the shit out of myself to saying, don't ever go there because that's pretty much would have been the end to me. Cause I'm pretty sure I would have ended up as an addict and that's why I never took it because of my, uh, of my, um, my personality as well. That extreme, you know, we go all the way when we do things. So um,
1: is there a personality trait in these? Like, look me, even today, you know, uh, I don't think about drugs and alcohol anymore at, all. at well, all. That's amazing. I all, it's not part of my life. It's not part of my lifestyle. But
0: And I at the s- and at the restaurant, I mean you serve, I serve beer it. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I
1: serve it, right? Uh but I mean everything is black and white. Yeah. When I'm in balance, complete balance, yeah. I feel weird. Okay. You know what I mean? Or I'm all in or I'm all, not in at all.
0: So now so that's interesting. I like what you say that because if we're always trying to say like that great, it's either you do it or you don't. Exactly. So now you're like, I'm not, I'm not thinking about it, I'm not going back in there, I'm on this side, that's it. There's no I'm going to try, I'll have one beer because it's that easy to fall off the track.
1: There is times where I've shifted, meaning shifted where, uh, let's say I overbought a couple of pairs of shoes in my life. Yeah. Uh, in my Let's say in my recovery, yeah. right? Uh, for that instant gratification. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, other people tend to game. Other people tend go to go after women. It, yeah. it, it can be, like we is. try sometimes to find the less, lesser of the evils, right? Good point. You know what I mean? Uh... But no, I don't like. I go to all inclusives. And you, that's amazing, you and know, and I walk up to the bar, like you come when you come to yeah, the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, I serve you a beer. beer yeah, yeah, you want another? And one. I remember <laughs> when I asked for a
0: beer, I was like, "Should I ask for a beer?" I wasn't sure. It was weird, you know what I mean? Because I didn't want to, you know. But I, I, I guess that even takes more strength to 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 be able to work in the
1: environment and not, but drink it. You know, you not. know, it's not. It's also. Like, I practice. I remember when I was in treatment, I spoke to my, my drug counselor and I go to him, like, they serve alcohol. How am, I, how am I supposed to go work? He goes to me, What's your intention? Why are you going to work? Are you going to work to drink or are you going to work to, to, to pay your mortgage uh, yeah. and to feed Good. yourself and Good to point. this? Good point. So, we practice that. And even like, I'm not gonna say recovery is, is easy, it's simple but it's not easy yeah i
0: like this, this is <laughs> I, I want people to listen it's simple but it's not easy like a lot of things in life it's simple yeah but it's not easy wow that's i like that
1: you know and i there was a few times in early recovery where i did think of drinking i did think of using i didn't right did you ever
0: did you ever start and drop out
1: what do you mean start like drop
0: out? you know like we watch the movies where they're recovering alcoholics or druggies and to they, go back out yeah no. relapses no, no you went in you finished mm. it yeah. and that's it you that's never it. dropped out never. because i heard the the dropout rate is extremely it's high. high
1: like I, I was against the odds well, like okay. if you yeah. were close to me you'd be like at the time you'd bet against me <laughs> and you know what you don't you wouldn't blame me no no so let me ask you another question so what was the
0: turning point in your life? What was the moment you said, I'm an addict, shit, I need to do this or I will not survive?
1: Shit was getting out of control. Stuff was getting out of control in my life. Uh, I was losing people around me yeah. that I cared about. I was hurting my, my parents, uh, especially my mom. And... I was suicidal.
0: Were you suicidal? Did, yeah. did you actually you
1: actually? I woke up them? in the hospital. Wow. I don't know how I got there. I woke up in the hospital, but I started the more and more getting suicidal thoughts. So I go, listen, something has to happen. And I remember how it all started, like started towards the positive effect. I went to church. Okay. Oh, nice. But I sat in the church and I was swearing at God like greek orthodox church you're just yeah yeah by myself me me in the church with all the icons and swearing and it's all your fault and what did i ever do to you and how did i hurt you and why did you make me into why did you make me into a junkie like i'll use the word why did you make me into a junkie why this what did i ever do to you i'm a good kid why can't i stop this help me stop this but then that Mm -hmm. night It's funny. I went on with my with my day. I went on, continued. Like you know, it was it was like a habit. It was part of me, right? Like it was the only thing that I was looking forward to. But what happens is is that I wasn't good without it, and I wasn't good with it. You reach a certain point where you're just not good. So I remember it was like about five five thirty in the morning. I walk into my mom's house and I fell on my knees, and this was my cry for help. Yeah, call the cops. Tell the cops I beat you. I need to go to jail. Because I have to relax. Just, just
0: put an end to it.
1: Because I had been to to, to to prison before for a couple of things. And there was like, you know, I would just do what I had to do. I was quiet, do my time and leave. So I figured, you know what? There, I'll, If you really look for it in jail too, you can find drugs. But, yeah, but yeah. it's not something that, I, you know, who's, why would I do cocaine in, in a prison cell? Yeah, Use my marbles. Yeah. yeah. So... <clears throat> That was my cry for help. My mother's looking at me and I go to her, you know, cocaine beat me, I'm finished. Did did she knew? She knew you. Yeah, there was a point where they knew, you know, and uh, that's it. And then from there, the three magic words, I need help. help. Those are the three biggest words in any situation in your life. Not not only addiction, anything. I need help. Yeah, we, a lot of people have a hard time with that, right? You know,
0: showing vulnerability, showing, you know, some people might perceive it as weakness, uh, as, as, you know, you know, not being strong enough, man enough, not having what it takes. Again, it is, there's a lot to just saying those three simple words, but I definitely think that, you know, it starts with that for sure. So um, let's get to, so, so then you went into recovery. Yeah. Um, how long did that last last?
1: I went to a three month inpatient program. Okay. 90 days. Okay. And then there was a two year aftercare with it, which that is very, very important because in a facility you're there. Yeah. You know, there's no drugs. Monitored, you're watched, you're, you know, know? uh, it's not what people think it is. Meaning it's not, yes, you're watched. Yes. You're, you're doing self-development. Yeah. Like I had never, I had played hockey when I was younger. I was obliged to exercise there. Yeah. So it became oh, a lifestyle, okay, right? I, I was obliged to do yoga. I was obliged to do art therapy. Nice. Like You weren't just chilling and watching is television. It, is, it, is this free day. or is this covered by? There are free ones. There are ones covered. There there are ones covered by the government and yeah. then there's private ones, okay. right? Now, personally, uh, I don't want to say nothing against the public ones. Yeah. But if, if you have the means... Yeah, I, I, I i i for sure would believe that as well right there's why why if if you permit yeah of course like, you know why i is, think it's important because people who because it's different to be in a place with 50 people yeah it's different to be in a place with eight eight people okay there's a bigger chance it's not there's a bigger chance for it really there's a bigger chance for success, Absolutely. but at the end of the day, it does really depend on the person. If the yes. person really wants to change, even if you spend all the money in the world, if they don't want to change, they're not. Absolutely. But where, like I, I went to a private treatment center and there was a point where I worked in a public treatment center. Not that the people weren't good or the services we were providing were good. We didn't have the means yeah. to get the staff we needed in order to do what we need to do yeah. to help the person.
0: Well, it makes sense, right? If you have a group of thirty and a group of six, well, I get to get to ask. You know, you get to work individually with each person, which eventually or probably will have a higher success rate. Like you said, there's exceptions to everything, and doesn't mean anything. Like doesn't doesn't guarantee it. But I would definitely, you know, go private and 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 think that that would be
1: the best way to help. Um, yes so uh, in my opinion yeah no i i believe other, so. I, other people might disagree this is my personal opinion and something that i've lived through
0: but i think i think that's the rule that could apply for many things like even as a trainer i do privates even i do like you know my coach and i have my my trainer i have these things i do them all private i'm, I'm happy i could afford it i could do it and i see the benefits of working one-on-one in anything that i do so to me it kind of it definitely makes sense um so you did your you did your recovery you got out at what point did you say okay i want to do this i want to help people i want to give back
1: i was lost like when you got out i was lost you had the two years okay and i'll be very direct okay i i haven't said this too much but this is important because it could help a lot of people and it took 10 minutes for me to think of a beer i did three months Self-development. Okay. I got out. I did everything wrong. What do you mean? Meaning you mean? that I tried to compress time to stay active. Okay. Like I, I'm looking forward to going to, do, going to Costco, for example. You know, I haven't been home for three months, going yeah. to Costco, going here, going yeah. there. Uh, I, I changed my locks for, for my own reasons. Uh, I got overwhelmed by my parents. So I did somewhat everything wrong going out, which is a good thing because I overcame it, right? Uh, It took 10 minutes. I thought of having a beer the first 10 minutes out of treatment center. Wow. You know what I mean? I didn't. And it's a funny thing that they say in recovery is that if you overcome a feeling that makes you want to use once, that feeling every time it repeats itself, you're just going to deal with it. Yeah. Good point, So So
0: it's about basically you feel it, you don't give a, a a meaning to the emotion or what you want and you just, but do you, I mean, so that always comes back, but you just don't act on it.
1: No, like I mean, like feel pain, for example, yeah. emotional pain. The yeah. first time I couldn't deal with it, right? Yeah. But now it's it's part of life. It's, life. it's part of life, good. You know, uh, I had to relearn how to live. I had to wake up at a certain time. Oh. I had to eat at a certain time. I had to go to bed at a certain time. I had responsibilities. I was in debt when I came out. Wow. You know, a lot of things. I owed money to the government. Shit. A lot. Like wow, you're it's, starting it's all a, over. I had to learn Nick to sleep in my bed. I was afraid to sleep in my bed. Why? I was afraid of being alone. Wow. The first six months, I cried myself to sleep. Till one day, I didn't cry anymore. Wow. You know, you start. I literally. And this is me. I'm not saying that yeah. everybody's alike, right? Yeah, that's that's but, that, that's. but I was happy. Happy in what sense? I was happy because something was like I was. you were was moving doing forward. It. you were doing I was something. Doing
0: yeah, there's definitely a feeling of. I mean, you know, you you you're a drug addict. You're like, you know, you know, and your mom on, on your knees begging her to put you yeah. in prison. To you're doing that feeling of of of. of pursuing something and, and 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 seeing the results of it even if they're slowly yeah. you're like okay i'm i'm i could actually do this and i'm pretty sure you just you built on that momentum
1: right you know what like big things that we'll talk about today and that we'll post and execute action action yeah don't overthink yeah. just do just you're do gonna make it, yeah. mistakes yeah you learn from them yeah. that's what it was i was really an action in action in my life like i remember calling like the fear of calling the government to make us a, a, a settlement payment so i was paying x amount a month but just the point of doing the action i felt better already yeah
0: i think i think that's really important people listening just taking that action because a, a lot of times we'll avoid it and push it back yeah. and then there it creates like this fear these ideas or anxiety that but when you do it you're like okay it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It's done. You know, what I mean, you feel better, even though you're gonna get the co- you're gonna get the hit with it and the consequences of what you just you made that phone call, you made that action, but at least you're like, okay, I'm moving forward. You know, what I mean, I, I'm not just staying stagnant. You know, what I mean, and a lot of people do that. A lot of people are just gonna stay in their comfort zone, not move forward, and just try to avoid. And, you know, avoid the situation, avoid what they have to do, find excuses and stay in that place. And then time goes by and you're still in the same place that you were last year, two years ago. And it's a very common thing for sure. And we see it with people around us, you know.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so
0: what point, I mean, and I, and I think this is the part I want to know a lot about, right? And I think it's interesting that you're an addict. You went through treatment you got out and then you decided to do the same and help others which is i think is to me i I remember that i don't remember too much at that restaurant the restaurant when when i was sitting with my son you came to see me uh and you were telling you were talking to me about it i was like this what you do is so important so of value and I don't remember the conversation clear, but I do remember when you were talking to me about you wanted to start. I think you were starting or you
1: wanted to start your I business. I wanted to start my business. You, and you I, hadn't started no, it yet? No. Okay. And I wanted, like, how does YouTube work? I oh, don't yeah, even yeah, know true, how YouTube works. Yeah, 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 I remember that. But where this all started is I went. I started doing volunteer work. Okay. And I went straight for the 18 and under. I went to Badgeraw oh. straight directly. Oh. That's what I aimed. The young guys. You still do that now or no? Uh, to, I was doing it up until COVID. Okay. Okay. So I went straight for the young guys. Why? Because I'm not expecting to change them. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to make an impact and I'm expecting to plant a seed. They know that when they're, if they ever need help, because some of them are there for different reasons, yeah. that there's help out there. Something that I knew nothing about. Yeah. You know, or I thought I was too good for the help, right? So it started from there. And then it got interesting because I asked, how do I get a job here? That's where it all started, right. you know? So then there was some schooling I had to do. So I went to school. I did what I had to do in school. And then, you know, I'm comfortable at the restaurant, making, earning a good living, yeah. you know, nothing, uh, not, uh, not look. Like, I yeah, you're making enough to pay your bills. Whatever. You're yeah. good, yeah. very good, yeah. very good, very happy. Not too many hours, yeah. but it, you know, is that it? Is that it? Yeah, you wanted more. Like not more. You wanted to make a difference. Yeah, like is this is it? Like
0: yeah. you wanted. Some, I I I'm assuming you wanted something more rewarding for yourself.
1: More like I, I, I'm better than this. Yeah, not in an ego. No, no, no. Like, I get it. I get not, it.
0: Yeah, there's something wrong if you're a whatever you are. Yeah. And I know, you know, like, what I mean, I, I I was working at the hospital. I was
1: because wow. it, i was i was feeling it i was feeling it inside you wanted to L- like you I wanted, wanted to make a difference to, i wanted to like i took different routes i got different information uh i remember when when i got my high school i got my high school diploma in recovery right so uh-huh. when i got my high school diploma uh one of the teachers found me very inspiring because when she told me i passed i was crying in class uh-huh. you know what i mean uh-huh. i was so happy you know like to me, it was a big accomplishment. Yeah. It's in my house; it's it's framed and everything. It, it was a big accomplishment yeah. to me at the time, right? So, she put me on this thing called the Bibliothèque Vivant, which uh, I shared eight times okay. to different people, from young kids to the CLC. And it's funny because they tried to offer me money after the just the information. I didn't take it. I just did it out of the heart, yeah. you know. I was I didn't expect much, much of it. I moved on, but it was something that I enjoyed. And then, like, I always, and I got Facebook in recovery. Uh, I didn't know what Instagram was. You know, I didn't know these things. I never, like, YouTube was to get information, to watch cool cars, and it would finish there for me. Right? Uh, And then I fell on your page. You know, I was afraid. People are going to judge me. People are going yeah. you know,
0: to. I, I know that. And I, I think I told you. I'm like, as soon as you put yourself out there in yeah. social media, you know, you have to have the thick skin because you're going to hear. Criti- no matter what you do or how good or how like people will, you know, judge you, criticize
1: you, shit on you. But I mean, you know what? I don't care. Good. You got to get to a point where you got to get. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, and I do practice mind my own business. Yeah. That's like, it, I that's really, it. I don't. Good, good. You know the my opinion, like whoever's opinion, good for you. For you, you know, said, look, yeah. I'm here, hi. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You have it, to get to that you know, point. I'm, it, it, I'm it. there to help the person that good needs person, help, good man. Point. That's it. Good, good. That's my main purpose. That's why I do what I do. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm accountable to the world, so I have to be sober tomorrow. Wow. That's that's rain snow shine it's it's big right yeah,
0: yeah yeah no for sure when you said that i was like wow that's true you know what i mean like it's true because you have you know what i mean you're out there now this is what you do for a living yeah. and now you have that accountability to people who watch you who listen to you people you've coached that you know you have to lead by example
1: and even to people who judge me
0: yeah and yeah whatever <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just i find it funny that's all it's, it's you know it, but you're always gonna be judged no matter what you do and I think I've learned to like some I mean I get people who write to me I don't care I mean I tell people whatever people say is none of my business I don't care I focus on what I have to do I move forward you like me great you don't turn it off watch something else but I don't live my life according to what people are gonna think what people are gonna say because if I did I wouldn't be doing this podcast I wouldn't have my men's talk show I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I've been so at some point I had to say you know what what do I want? What makes me happy? What do I want to do in my life? What kind of impact do I want to leave? All of that, at some point, you're going to have to zone everything out and really ask yourself what you want. doesn't matter what your parents want, what your friends want. like? I mean, what is it that you want to become out of your life? You know what I mean? Especially when you're offering something of value. Like, I mean, what you're doing is just amazing, you know? So... I remember you came to the restaurant, so you
1: started when we spoke. You hadn't started your business. No, I was I was in the idea. I was seeing I was seeing my life coach at the time. Okay. Okay, and I, she was. I I still remember the session. What session I was in. Okay, and she was telling me visualize. Right, start visualizing, and we were drawing out the, my logo. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, so then I was shy. I was not in, but like I thought you would judge me. But not judge me because I'm in recovery. Yeah. Like, judge me like I thought you would believe that I wanted something from yeah. you, right? Okay. You know? So I, I wanted to approach a few times, but it took a lot of courage, but I did yeah. it. Yeah. When the time was right, I guess when life or God or whatever you want to call yeah. it, when the time was right, I did it, right? I came up to you. So what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I've been following you, looking yeah. at your videos, and I, I find that you're making a difference. You know, I told your son that your dad's a big inspiration for me. Yeah,
0: the, honestly, I remember when he said and he looked at me and I was like, that really, I remember that yeah. part. I was like, wow, because it, it all like, I mean, I've i have heard this before and it always like shocks me. I'm like, because I don't see it. I just do my thing and I love what I do. And if I do great. And if, if I can, you know, you know, help someone just, you know, wake up one morning, and be like, you know what? I'm going to make that move. I'm going to go and pursue that dream. I'm going to you know, lose weight or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So to me that that is what I'm what I
1: try to do and that's what I love, you know, that's what I want to do, help people as much as I could. And COVID hit. I I was getting everything together and COVID hit. And then it's it's funny because it's either you're gonna stay like I went through a little, let's say mini depression, you could like the My lifestyle changed, right? I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't see my sober friends. I couldn't see, I couldn't go to the gym. Uh, I'm not making money anymore. Uh, Oh my God, it's the end of the world. So, you know, I'm hiding under the covers. But for how long? uh,
0: So, uh, but you, at that point, I mean,
1: you didn't think like, let me try something. Let me take something. That's where it, it took about a month. Wow. Like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that I was perfect because I wasn't I was living like an addict without the drugs. Wow. I was sleeping wow. all day, watching TV all night. My house was a mess. You know, I speak the truth.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that's 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 what it is, right? Because no matter how things might be perfect, we have you know, life is you know, we have waves that go up and go down, and you just got to learn how to ride the wave, and you know don't go into the old habits just learn how to coast it and just eventually things will kind of settle down
1: and that's it i shifted i accepted what life is yeah this is where we are what are we what are we going to do about it and i just shifted and i started and i started asking questions i started reaching out to people i reached out to you a few times like and i was just it's cool i don't know what i'm doing but i'm doing it that's
0: i love that i always tell people (laughs) just start And figuring out, (laughs) it out as you're doing it. I mean, there's no perfect moment or time when it's going to magically happen, right? People always have this thing that they're going to wake up in the morning. It's like, okay, today's the day. I'm like, right now, you have an idea, put it down, make a plan, put it together, and just go out and do it. Don't, like, too many people sometimes sit too much. They get in their head. They overthink. They make all these drawing boards and visual boards. I'm like, at the end, you got to go out and do it, right? The board is not going to do it for you, so... I, I think you're really you're you're it's it's a really good approach because I always tell people you you get good by doing it and by figuring it out as you're doing it. So it's 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 it was really good for you to go out and just say, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I don't really know what I what I'm doing, but I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah.
1: I, I, and you know what? Sometimes I still don't know what I'm doing. Not I don't. And I'm not saying I don't know what I'm doing yeah. when I'm working with a client. Yeah.
0: But in terms of the business, the marketing, Everything. that that's that's Everything. that's a whole other kind of department. You know what right? I mean? All of that. Yeah. Like you know? I know it because I have like my three YouTube channels, two websites. I've done it right. So for me, it's like. Uh, that's the part. Like even you, when you filmed with 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 John, I was like, okay, I, I you know, I, I know what you want. Your website, I know what it should look like. The marketing, you know, do this. You're gonna you're gonna speak, film everything, cut it up. This is stuff that 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 I know. But I mean, eventually you're gonna learn it, and as you do it, you're just gonna kind of.
1: You know, I, I am getting a little bit like better. Yeah, I'm, I'm still learning, and it, it's the process. That's the process, why. Yeah,
0: yeah, you have to love the process. If it, you don't love the process and the journey. One, it's going to be like really hard and long. Two, uh higher chance of quitting. Three, even when you get to the end goal, you're going to be like, was it worth it if you don't enjoy the process?
1: I got a, and I remember we spoke uh, three weeks ago, and what are you up to? Are you getting clients? And yeah. I go, yeah, and I go to you. I got this email from, from the oh, States. Yeah, I remember okay. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is me now. I'm nervous. Yeah. Okay. I take the call, I'm talking to the gentleman. It was, something to do with a member of his family. So the guy goes to me, okay, if it is, if the, the, the person reaches out to you, uh, we'll keep in touch, let's yeah. say. We'll, we'll leave it short like that. We'll keep in touch. He hangs up the phone. Now, I don't care if I ever get it or not. Yeah. Yeah, me, my couch and I'm going like this. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it's by not giving up. Yeah, by not you know, giving up. Somebody noticed me, you know, Somebody reached out to me from the United States. So if there's going to be one, if there's one, there's eventually there's, there's going to be others. Man, I love your mindset, so bro. That's let's go. Just continue. You know, don't, like, even if, you know, there's days where I don't do much. Mm-hmm. There's days where I'm just going to post. Yeah. There's, you know, but just don't stop doing. Don't stop, yeah. I, lo- I love your mindset, man. You got to celebrate. Like, even me, I've, I've been
0: in those, those positions where I'm like, okay, even if it doesn't go through, holy shit, this person called me noticed me knows who i am who else is watching and that motivates me to be like okay i'm gonna like you know go harder on what i'm doing because i think that's the right attitude to have for sure and i think it's interesting like you said whether you got it or not it's like wow somebody in the u.s saw who you are and reached out to you so um so now you so now you're you're doing this you're doing this you're starting to help you're starting to get clients from this yes Making it into a few
1: actually. Wow.
0: Making it into a business. Yes. Right. So, uh, how's that going? Like, I remember you came on our talk show, have the boss to talk about it. And at the time you said you had no clients. No,
1: I was working at a public treatment center at the time, Marvin's and a public treatment center.
0: And so from there, I think you came like two years ago or two and a half years ago from, from just two, two and a half years ago. Now you're building your business and you start to have clients. Um, What kind of clients do you have? Like, you know, different. Mostly men, mostly women. You know what? I've worked
1: with three women. Oh wow! And uh, so, I have a question. Sorry, I have a question. Is
0: it it, men are more highly? uh, Is there more um, men in drug and alcohol addiction than women? Because that's what I had heard.
1: You know what? Uh, Is there more? Is the numbers higher? I don't. Maybe slightly yes, and this, again, this is my opinion. Yeah. Uh,
0: Based on what you've seen when you when you when you've worked in these centers, is it mostly men? Yes, I heard it was more yes, men. Yes,
1: yes. In the centers where I've worked, yes, uh, people that have reached out to me, yes, you know. But I find that, like me, it's not men or women. Yeah. It's the human. Yeah, for sure. You know the impact. Let's go. Let's go get it. Let's go. Let's go peel that onion. Let's go do what we have to do in order to build awareness and to see where the problem is. Like, I don't pay attention. Yeah, no. no. You know, I don't, uh, but, yeah.
0: And, and and so what's the process? If somebody calls you, they're like, okay, you know, John, I
1: have somebody I know. Of. Like, where do you, st- where do you start with them? Okay, for starters is I try to get in touch with them as fast as possible. Okay, uh, especially if it's.
0: But do you, do you so? Sorry, sorry, I'm cutting you off because I think this is an important question. Uh, do you reach out to the individual or to to the person
1: who it, reaches you? It depends what it's for. Okay, okay. If it's if it's the individual himself that's reaching out to me, yeah. I call as fast as possible because uh, generally a person in addiction might call you today and two days it's two days dead later dead. forget about it. Okay, you know their intention is pure at the moment. Yeah, but to good the, point. I never thought about that. You know what I mean? So it's very, very important. Whoever's listening to this out there, like fast, yeah, like you call back fast.
0: So somebody, somebody calls you, you're like, boom, like you'll call them the and same I've day. I've
1: done. I've done at a certain point. I was, I was dealing with a gentleman. I, I've done like personal sessions at eleven thirty at night, wow. because the guys in the restaurant business—that's the only time wow. I can do it. So no problem. So you'll go there. I'll go there. They'll come to me. I'll do Zoom.
0: Okay, just to talk to them. Okay,
1: you know, and uh, and what I, like one of my services is a three month program. Okay, intense, two to three times a week. It depends what what. It depends on the client, and it depends. Mm. It, it. I I prefer to start with three. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, and then we need it down to two, and then finish with one. Yeah. Okay, because intense, it's like you're in it. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of work. There's a lot of writing, there's a lot of doing, there's a lot of work, right? it's,
0: It sounds more like a personal development, like a therapy session. Is it, is it fair to say that? Because at the end, like, there's an addiction, but there's a root to that addiction, like you said.
1: It's uh, not a it's, therapy session, because therapy goes backwards. When I say backwards, it's therapy identifies and stays there, right? Yeah. Uh, recovery coaching, you identify and you solve the problem, do the action.
0: Do the action, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? You do the action, you look forward. And, you know, it is self development. Yeah. It is, it really is self development. Like, my program could benefit, and I'm not even saying this as a pitch or anything. Uh, no, no, I, I know, I know you. I know, I like, I, you know, I'm a humble kid. I run yeah. my business. My program could benefit anybody. Anybody.
0: That's what I was going to ask you. Like, when we're looking at addiction, right? Yeah. We're talking, I mean, if somebody has a gambling addiction, would you still help them? Yeah. Okay, so that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So addiction is addiction. It's gaming just, addiction.
1: Yeah. Wow. Like one kid, I was hopping with gaming addiction.
0: And and is the formula the same?
1: Yeah, I started sometimes with sometimes the same because it's, it's common behavior. It's common behavior. Absolutely, yep. that's what it is. You, you know, behavior. and then I lean into the client. Like I worked with a therapist at a point, okay? Uh, not worked, uh, we worked as a team at a certain okay. point, okay? okay? And she was overworked, so she took a break. So she would work with addiction trauma, okay. Okay, and for some reason, her clients would get stuck after two years. Okay, okay. She'd bring them to two years, but then they were they were unhappy. So some of them would end up using, and some of them would isolate. Other they would be unhappy. They were stuck. Yeah. So she reached out to me. I didn't know who she was. We met. We had a coffee. We made a plan. So. That's how really Ron Recovery took off. Because wow. from one, two clients at a certain... Last summer, I went to... I was do, helping 11 people at the same time. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. That's amazing.
1: You know? And it was through her referrals. Wow. You know? And God bless God bless the, the girl. And see, like, there was people that she would give me that were just stuck. And it's like I remember... One guy, especially that uh, I walked into his house. I remember the first time because what I do is I'm your blind, I'm your blind spot, right? Your blind spot. Yeah. So the kid has had built his little castle. You know, he would work online. He'd play video games all day. Yeah, and he wouldn't do nothing else. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> now it's how to get him away from that. Yeah, how to get him? Yeah. You know. So what are we? What are we looking at? What are we looking to do? So I would get these people unstuck.
0: But like, what do you do? Just take him out? Like, we got to get
1: out. Get out. Like, I mean. I would give him the program. Yeah. That I offer. And then from there, I would lean into the client. You know?
0: Have you seen right now with with covid everything is there a spike are you busy or not because more like they're saying that uh, you know drug addiction alcohol mental health all of that is related have you seen like i've
1: the whole the whole field itself is in a high right now and the blowback i believe again is going to be even higher okay because of the, all these restrictions and stuff there's no room in treatment centers one uh Therapists, psychologists, they're yeah. all full, full, full. Wow. I even heard that people are willing to pay double in private and the therapist can't take. Like, wow. let's say the therapist charges, hypothetically speaking, 160 bucks. They're ready yeah. to give her 320. They can't take on new clients. Right. So I'm getting a lot of emails. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of emails. I'm getting a lot of, uh, I'm networking a lot. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm ha- where I am right now in my life. I'm really happy. Meaning happy and and happy on being able to create this impact and yeah. happy from a, you know what from a business perspective also yeah.
0: and and I think that's important because sometimes uh, like I mean I have my self defense stuff and 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 yeah I have my videos online I I do some videos on on Instagram and then I have some programs that I sell and sometimes you're like oh well why do you sell them you know you don't care or you know you teach self defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, in order to continue doing what I do, it costs money, just like you. So yes, you're building a business, but you love what you do. And if you want to continue your business, well, you have to charge, right? So I think it's, you know, because when you say it's a business, some people might be like, well, you know, why is he charging? You know what I mean? But that is your business. And that's, I mean, that's how you, (laughs) yeah, and that's how you continue doing what you love through charging and being able to, to, to keep, Keep, keep doing what you're doing and growing because at the end, like I tell people, well, you know, uh, it costs money to do these stuff and yeah. as well to have a bigger impact. It, you know, I need to make money to be able to make my programs, fill my programs. People don't know the cost of these things. But again, it's to be able to expand what I do and again, impact more people as well. Yeah. Um, what are you, some of your, like, do you, do, you, what, do you have any future plans? Like what would be your ultimate goal? Like I mean, like where you like you almost four years ago when we talked at Marvin's, then you came on the show. You had no clients. You were now you have your own business. You're doing it part time. Um, you have clients. What would be the next two, three, four, and like the ultimate, like goal that you would want to? You know what? Achieve?
1: I do have a lot of goals. Yeah, they they are written down. I do do little things every day for those goals. That's awesome, yeah, Okay. That's nice. What's important to me is I'd like to open a treatment center. Nice. That's one. Yeah. If If I win Loto Max, hypothetically yeah. speaking, I would do what I do for free. Yeah, completely. that's for sure, yeah. No yeah, charge Because you love it. I, I, I yeah. You know? For sure. Uh, I would open a proper treatment center. I want to write a book in the future. Oh, nice. Uh, and I want to... Like, I'm trying to get this full time. Like, meaning, yeah. this is all I want to do. Like, I can do this from eight in the morning till 11 yeah, at night. You love it, yeah. You know what I mean? I, it, it doesn't, to see people change, right? To see, uh, just to see the good in people, just to see, to, to help, to guide people to understand that, you know what? Yes, you can. You could do it.
0: Yeah. I, I think you said something interesting, that hard part and I lived it right when I was working at the hospital and I had my part-time job at night I was I was doing classes for like 20 bucks just building my business and I mean I loved what I did and I was working at the hospital and I was like okay I'm doing juggling both I'm doing like 10 12 hours a day uh, and I'm thinking okay I want to do my training full time how do I do this and Again, it was it, it, the hardest part is doing that transition from your part-time job that you love. That we can call yes, you're building a small business, but you want to be able to do it full time yes. and maybe leave the restaurant. That's the toughest part, and that takes years to build, right? And I got to a point where what I did, and I, I had the luxury of doing it when I worked at the hospital. I took a year absence. I, I said, I remember, I took a year absence, and I said, okay. I have one year to make this business work. I have one year to be able to make sure I cover my salary that I'm making at the hospital and more sustainable. So when I took my leave of absence, I remember I was like, shit, I have no choice. I've got to make this happen. And I remember I ate, like, think about it, right? If you put 100% of your energy right now in Ron recovery, it will grow, but at what risk, right? So there's always that that balance. And sometimes it is scary of like, of, like, you know, letting the secure job that you've been there to build the business that you're not sure. And one day, one week, your business, you get three, four clients, the next day, you don't. So there's, and I get it as an entrepreneur as well, because you got to look at it as a business too. It's yes. scary that insecurity of not knowing, especially when you have bills and you have commitments.
1: Exactly. I'm scared, but there's one thing I'm not giving up. Why I say, and I'm capable of saying that I'm not giving up, it's not about the business, everything I do. Everything I've done so far, let me rephrase that, okay, was I put the same way I got over drugs, like I the same it. way I, it, I, I battled it. with myself to stay clean, yeah. okay? I apply myself everywhere, I like when it, I sta- yeah. like I got into university, Université de Sherbrooke, okay, and I'm not saying it to to act smart. the The funny part is, is that I went and I bought a computer for the first time in my life. I didn't know how to open a computer. <laughs> I had to hire somebody to open me the computer, okay? I had to hire somebody to help me send my homework. You know what I mean? I did a, a university degree in French. Wow. You know what I mean? It took me, you know what? It took me longer, but I finished it, right? So wow. my whole life, like, not my whole life. It's been like that, Yeah, you know? So but there is that. Com- it's more the comfort, the fear, the, yeah. the, the sa- like. I do sacrifice. You have to. I do sacrifice. There is impossible
0: to get reward without sacrifice. No. At some, at sometimes you, at some point, you are sacrificing something. It is impossible not to to get to some point.
1: I do of- get uncomfortable. I leave my client, and sometimes I question myself. You know, does he think? Yeah. I'm, does he think? I'm doing a good job. Is, do you yeah. think he's happy with me? You know, obviously these yeah. th- these are things that go through our heads.
0: But but they're things that are normal. It just means you're questioning yourself. You're caring. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting to the point where you're like so comfortable where you're like, it's normal to 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 as I call it to audit yourself and look at your shit and, and ask questions. I mean that's how we grow, right? You can't go forward with never thinking of of like you know. I do that often. I, I always and I do that at night. I look back at my day and I'm like, okay, what did I do good today? What did I do good? What what do I need to improve? Uh, what am I proud of? I, I take a, I talk to myself at night like this, just to like look at my day and say, okay, how can I make it better tomorrow? And it's just every day, just step by step. And I tell people, you don't need to look so big and just start with daily daily habits and write them down and and make them you know start with writing them down, being making them a habit, being consistent before you know you're just gonna scale that and i love what you said you found your formula on 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 how you became sober and you apply that to everything yeah i have the same philosophy in life
1: because like and it's very similar to to what you said too is that you write you write things down i write things down and whether i feel like it or not do it i do it me too i
0: say that once it's written yeah it rain. It rains. You have to do do it. it. It snows. Do it. Like there's do it. no. Once you apply that in your life, you have to do it. It's 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 so powerful, but it's it's not even at the beginning. It's hard. But you say no. If I write it, I have to do it. There's no excuses. And I think that's how you build. Like like my son. I I'm learning so much from my son. He's a daddy. I want to get. I want to get in shape. I want to start training. I'm like, okay. So he goes to the gym and he trains for two hours kills himself i didn't say nothing the next day i had him for like a week or whatever it was two a week and a half the next day he's not training the next day he's training uh, um, and then he's trying to dad i go no it's like brushing your teeth if you brush your teeth once a week for 10 minutes it's useless you had to brush your teeth every day for two minutes same thing with exercise if you go to the gym once a week for six hours, it doesn't equal you going to the gym every day for 30 minutes. So you need to like understand that it's consistency that's going to get results. It's yeah. not, I do something a lot, a lot, a lot, and then I don't do it at all. So, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, but in his head, he doesn't know that. So that, that's where I, I'm learning a lot by, by telling him and trying to coach him that, you know, this is not the way it works, but I always, I always try to remind myself, Nick, what was I at 13? What was I at 16? What the hell did I think I knew and I didn't yeah. so sometimes I'm like I, I, that's why I try to be patient when I try to explain these things to him, which I am, but I gotta go into his mind and how he sees it
1: yeah and what's 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 you see in his mind and how how he sees it I, I go back to recovery coaching for a sec this is what's fun is that I've been where this person is yeah. You know, so I understand.
0: I, I have, sorry, I'm cutting. Uh, important question: um, Are most coaches like like yourself, recovery coaches, are they ex addicts in some form? Like, because I'm I'm a firm believer. If I'm going to coach it, yes. it's because I've been there. Yes,
1: yes, You have. Okay, yeah. A lot of addiction. You don't fall in that field because it's it's fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to understand it, right? Yeah. Yes, there is textbook. There's I'm not yeah, saying sure, that there's yeah. not textbook. I'm not saying that textbook is bad. Yeah, you know, do I believe in textbook? Yeah, some of it, some of it. I get, I guess, like
0: anything we do in life, yeah. you take the text, you read yeah. it, you see what works for you, and how you make it, uh, how you make it work for you in, in terms of your character yeah. and as well as your client, right? Because it's not a one, one suit fit all. And
1: there's very good coaches out there with a lot of experience too based based in Montreal and uh, around North America, let's say. And um,
0: so moving forward, you want you want to write a book. Yeah. And you just want to share your story. What, is it more a recovery book on the steps or or just your personal story or a mix of both? Maybe
1: a mix of both. Maybe uh, how I, like sometimes I say, I, I tend to see things, how I think of something and do something else. Somebody in in early recovery, actually my addiction counselor in early early recovery, he had told me that every decision you made okay, has put you in treatment. The only decisions, your personal decisions, every decision you've made has put you in treatment. So that's all. He was trying to break my ego. He wasn't trying to harm me in any way. So he told me, like, sit down, open your ears. zip it it, and start listening okay and then when i was leaving i told him what do you have that can help me the most he tells me don't take this in the wrong way do the opposite of what you think (laughs) okay and it worked what do you mean do the opposite of what you think because we install habits right subconsciously subconsciously we we install habits so like drinking water is a habit yeah Right, we don't even think about yeah. it. Yeah. So obviously, anything you do in life in life is a habit, right? If you do it long enough, it becomes a habit, right? Absolutely. A habit takes twenty-one days to be exact. Okay. Okay. The from textbook that I've read, textbook, it takes Twenty-one yeah. days. Okay.
0: Is that is that like the, the the neuroplasticity, the wiring of the brain? Is that it's, is that is that the belief behind
1: it? Th- that's the belief behind it. Okay. okay? Like they say textbook again it takes 90 days for your brain to to function properly without any mind altering substance so if 90 days. 90 days
0: so if you could be sober for 90, 90 days, days the brain kind
1: of you start functioning the brain starts functioning properly again Wow. Oh, okay okay uh i've seen a brain for example at six months of recovery and i've seen a brain at 18 months of recovery. are we talking on a s- like a scan on a no, not like on a, a paper uh, on a baby sc- oh yeah, yeah, yeah it shows the 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 the, the, the cells, the the, cells yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, all that and they do reject not all of them but they do regenerate right? Yeah. okay but what they say 21 days now do we believe it or not after 21 days something gets easier yeah. it does
0: it's, you're doing it for 21 days you know sure. what i mean yeah. something gets
1: easier if you're gonna do like let's say 10 push-ups a day for 21 days then it just becomes like yeah. like for example meditation right yeah. i meditate every morning today how but long th- 10 minutes 20 minutes in the summertime 40 45 wow. outside in the winter time it can go from one to ten okay it depends 'Cause in the wintertime, I don't know, I find it off. Sometimes yeah. I'll put some some music, sometimes in silence. Outside is in the silence. Uh, I'm grateful I'm I'm lucky and grateful that I, I live there's I don't have neighbors where I live on yeah. one side. So there's the birds, the trees and uh. all that. So it's pretty cool, right? But ask me at the beginning. Like at the beginning it was I would sit there, I would take two breaths and I would stop. Yeah. You know, and then, like, I tell people, when you're trying to meditate, you're meditating. Yeah, you're meditating. Yeah, yeah, good point, huh? Good you point. Know? Like, a, 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 anything we do. You're right.
0: That, that it, Like, those habits are, are right there, and sometimes we're not. So I, I kind of have a theory, and, and, I, and I've told people, it's figure out your algorithm. And they're like, how do you figure out your algorithm? Just write what you do every day. Things that you're not aware of, right? So take yeah. a paper. And write. What did I do this morning? Seven o'clock, I went on my phone. Eight o'clock, I did this. Nine o'clock, I looked at my phone. Ten o'clock, I went on the gym. Eleven and write and and then write it out for a week. And like a you'll figure out your daily habits. You'll break down, okay, what am I doing consistently? What am I saying? What am I saying but not doing? Or what am I doing that I'm not saying? And write it down like a computer, figure out your algorithm once you figure out your algorithm ask yourself what part of this algorithm don't i like and i want to change okay circle the points and say okay how do i break those how do i break those habits so you you, i x them and i'm like okay at this particular point i'm gonna change the habit by doing something else it's only gonna be two minutes just to break it and Once you start doing that, because again, we so much of us run on this automatic behavior. Yes. And we're not even aware of it. Yes. So when we put it on paper, we write it down, we could figure first we gotta know where are we? What are we doing? Once we figure out our algorithm, only then we can change it. And 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 that's I I do that often. It's like a computer, man, because our brain's like a hard drive. You just gotta figure it out. And once you do, like unplug this, wire that, change the habit. And it works. I mean, that's the way I mean, it's my, for some people it might be a little bit extreme. I don't know, but for me, it's 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 what's kept me, it keeps me going. And I and like I said, I unplug things and I plug things, and 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 that's how I
1: run it. See, it's it's amazing the way you say it. Uh, I journaled for two and a half years every night before I went wow. to bed. I journaled. Okay, the first two and a half years, mm-hmm. it was a habit I kept from treatment. I kept it on. I kept it on. I stopped. I started journaling again, but you see, when you stop a habit, like, I'll skip a day. I'll write two days in a row. But you know what? At least I'm- You go back to it at least. It's not a justification, like, at least, you know? But you know what? I'm trying. So I'm starting to put effort in it, right? I'm I'm starting to put effort in it again because I want to get it back to automatic. Yeah and i say that to clients like as a trainer i'm
0: like you need to do it every day they're like why because i i need you to wire that habit more than anything right it's like it's like diet right if you're eating well and i've seen it myself when i start when i'm not consistent and i drop off one day i mean food addiction is an addiction yeah i start eating I'm like, oh, and then I'll skip the gym, oh, then I'll eat, and out of nowhere, poof, I'm off track. And then when I see, catch myself do that, I'm like, okay, Nick, put on the brakes, start now. Like, I got to get back to it, right? And so it's easier, I think, to, to, to be consistent with it every day than, than, than kind of, you know, have like, let's say, even that one cheat day. If you know, like me, sometimes if I'll have, like, I used to train, to have a cheat day. But my cheat day turned into two days and three days and four days. I'm like, I can't even have a cheat day. Is it because I'm not strong enough mentally or whatever? I know I am, but sometimes, not anymore, but in the past I used to get carried away after that and then I used to extend it because it's so easy to fall off track. And we're human. I try, I used to beat myself when I used to do that. Like, fuck, why did I do that? Now I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It happens. Back on the track. And anything I do, I just... I I repeat that to myself because um, it's also hard to beat yourself all the time, you know. Thank you. I needed that f- for not for not <laughs> for not doing it. You know what I mean, or or skipping. It's like yeah. we're not perfect. We're f- we're human beings. We're gonna make mistakes, and it's gonna happen. But I think the important thing is I always say, just Nick, refocus, refocus, and I and I repeat that to myself.
1: You know what what the uh, what I believe that all this, let's say, self development and self love, and all this self love we try to give us to give ourselves what happens is that we get aware. Yeah, so the faster you get aware of something yeah. okay, the faster you you correct it, right? Yeah. So this is what I teach the people I coach yeah. awareness. Awareness. So when you get aware of what's hurting you, you change it. Yeah. Because sometimes you could be hurting and you don't even know why you're hurting. Oh, yeah. You gotta peel the onion and just go deep to the root, man. you know. And it's like you're repeating the same thing, and you don't understand why it's hurting, right?
0: I always say, you know, the the uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a, a different, different result. result. It's not gonna happen. At some point, you gotta assume responsibility and accountability. That's that's the step one, you know. I have this thing I say to myself: everything that happens to me is hundred percent my fault. I'm accountable for everything. I don't blame, and I, and I had to say that to myself okay. at one point because I had my ups and downs. I had my crashes too, and moments where, I mean, I didn't see the end of the light. You know what I mean? And and until I, I had a, a a therapist, a coach, I went to see her when I was twenty four, twenty five. Mm-hmm. She's still with me almost twenty years later. She's That's I I I owe her my life. She helped me. Uh, so much, and and I mean, when I went to see her, I was completely broken. I was broken in pieces. And 20 years later, and I say this to people who go to therapy because I meet a lot of people who go and they, and I say it's a never-ending process. You never stop growing. You never stop like the idea of therapy for me is I'm always learning. I'm always trying to be better than what I was yesterday. I, I I'm I, I I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not afraid to say. I have a therapist. I have a coach, yeah. and it's a never-ending process of growth. And to me, the moment I stop growing, and the, st- the moment I stop living that way, it's kind of like to me, it, it's it. To me, it's like dying.
1: I recommend, like personally, from what I've seen, you said what I do. If we can, if a person can afford it. It's a lifelong process. Yeah, yeah. It helps.
0: For sure. And again, I, I'm seeing it for, you know, I, I know people who've had different addiction, different stuff and, or, or different issues when they go to therapy. Yeah. They'll do therapy three months and then stop. I'm like, bro, you're, you're going to need therapy for the rest of your life of yeah. what you've been through. And it's okay. Hmm. Doesn't, it is. doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you it uh, a loser. doesn't make you stupid. doesn't make you not strong enough, not mad enough. You're going to need it for the rest of your life. But guess what? You might as well do it if you're continuing in a positive, good way, and you're and and you're 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 doing better in your life. Why would you stop, right? And yes, sometimes it might get expensive. Then just do it less times, but you know, maintain. maintain, maintain, yeah, it's maintenance. It. I mean, you know, go, go, go to the go, like. I see my my therapist and my coach. And I see her once a month, and yeah. at one point, I remember uh, it was like maybe three, four years. She's like, "You don't, you don't need to see me. Like, you're good." She's like, "I don't want you to." I don't want you to become. A, a, I don't want to be a crutch. You, you, she goes. You go out. You do what you do. And when you're kind of lost and you you really can't figure it out, you come see me. So, I mean, and I, I and I thought that was really you know because out of the twenty years I've been with her, I've never been consistent. It's like I saw her three months. I stopped for like two months. In the sense, I always kept her in my life. She was always there. And anytime I needed to check in, she goes. You come here when you check in because you know what you got to do. You figure it out. So I check in. What, what do I need? I can't figure this out. I'm having an issue. I don't know what it is. It's something I do. We put it together. We break it down. And then you move on. You know what I mean?
1: It's f- very funny you say that because that's what I tell my clients. We do the three-month program in order to, to, to get you aware of what you're doing. Then it's completely up to the person, right? You know? and, that, and
0: that's where the real work is done, right? You know, like, like they come see you for three months. They do everything they have to do. But the real test for them is doing it when nobody's watching, when you're not there and hoping that, not hoping, but that they're, they're going to stick to the training, what you've told them as a reminder to stay the course with what they
1: want to do. Exactly. You know, like, at the beginning, I would beat myself up, right? But then it's like, at the end of the day, I can guide you. I can't do it for you, yeah. you know? But the the positive aspect of what you said is like I tell them you ever need to see me I'm always there whether it's once a month whether it's once a year I don't care yeah. you know what I mean whether it's a phone call call me because be sometimes
0: because sometimes it's good to know you have somebody there because if let's say that that one moment yeah. they might be right there about to have that drink and yeah. be like John yeah what's up don't do it okay man you know maybe that moment is the moment that you know it's it's as simple as that yeah. sometimes
1: yeah yeah it, it really is and that like like yeah it really isn't like there's nothing and in re- like in recovery like i'll give you like life changes yeah like it, it comes to a point where i remember actually the last Five and a half years of my life, very closely, I can tell year by year that I'm changing. Not in what I'm doing, that I'm changing as a human. There's ups, downs. There's mountains. There's wars inside of my head. There's fear. There's, uh, oh my God, am I ever going to relapse? There's, I think of all these things. Sometimes on an everyday basis, you know? But then it's like, when I get stuck, I look back to motivate myself, right? Where was I? Side. fuck, that." You know? You know what? I'm sober. Yeah. That's awesome. You know? Where was I? What, wh- where, which experience in my life can I go back to? And, and... And just look and... Use that as, as, as fuel to, like, stay the ex- course. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because life is life. You know, people, life is always... Get, life's not easy. Life's not easy, no. Life's hard. Yeah. You know? The, nothing falls from the sky. Yeah. Nothing is given to you. Yeah. Uh, here, take it and, yeah. and have fun. We have to work for things, right? Yeah. For and man. addiction is one of the things that you really have to work out because you know what? And you're against the odds going in Fuck. for whoever. Yeah. You can have the best team around you. If you don't want to change, you're not changing. Yeah. I,
0: and, I, and, I lo- and I think that applies for anything. I mean, anybody who's trying to better their life, you know what I mean. Um, if it, at 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 the end, you have to do it, you know what I mean. And it's kind of interesting. I told my son this, and I'll, I'll, I, as I as it came out, um, because we went we went to we went to basketball, and 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 I didn't he didn't bring his water, and he goes, well, you know, you didn't bring my water. I go, hey. No, no, my, go- my job is to bring you here on time, to pick you up, to bring you back, to pay the trainer, not to bring you water. And he's like, yeah, but he said to him, I go, look, Noah, I can give you everything, but I can't teach you to care. You, I, I can't teach you to care to want this. I can't give you the will to play really hard. That has to come from you. Yeah. If you don't have that, then I can't give you that. So don't, don't do it. But that's something that has to come from you in anything that you do, that that will, that drive, that 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 care to want to do something good. And I was on about basketball, about anything you do in life. Cool. You do your bed. I, I'm a little bit straight. I'm like you do your bed, like you love your bed, corners perfectly straight. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's excessive. No, but at the end, there's only you know, that's something that uh, the person has to care and you can't can't give them that The same thing you can't you can't force them to want to change you know what i mean they at the end it has to come from them they have to want it so bad that they're like look i will do whatever it takes and be authentic and real about it not just yeah well i'm gonna change i'm gonna try we'll see to me i hear that talk i'm like don't waste my time
1: no you know and especially especially i'm the kind and you know what People who who who, li- who watch this and stuff, uh, if if existing past clients, this that mm-hmm. like if I see the person is not taking it seriously, mm-hmm. I stop it. I stop it, I'm, I'm, I stop I'm it this because I don't want you don't waste your time, don't waste my time yeah. and don't waste your money. Yeah. yeah don't do that. You I know? I, I I'm not gonna sit there and take your money and not see change in you. Yeah. And
0: I think I think I think that's the true um care that you're not doing this for the money right because you're like i don't want to waste and i've said this to clients like look you're wasting your time you're wasting your money i'm like obviously you don't want to lose weight you're actually canceling half the time like i'd rather take somebody else because i just and i think that again we don't at the end we don't want to waste our time even though somebody might be paying me for something to me it's like i don't really care enough because i actually want to see you change and do better you know
1: that's the whole point to make the impact
0: john uh Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Thank we, you. Talked, we talked about so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, John, where can people find you?
1: Uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, which I should, I should do more.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a whole other thing about social media. So Ron, rec- recovery, recovery recovery. Yanni, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. I think it's a very, uh, very important topic. I think what you're doing is amazing. You're impacting, you're helping people and, and, I mean, we can't take this for granted because, again, I'm looking at people around me, the teenage kids. I'm thinking, shit, it's something that I know I hope I never have to face and deal with. But uh, that's it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe, to hit the bell. Check out John and Ron Recovery. And uh, that's it, guys. We're out.
1: Thank you very much, Nick.